It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello. Happy Monday. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. So good seeing you after this weekend. I know. Bonsoir. Bonjour. How was your weekend? Do anything fun? Uh, I, I played ping pong like a madman. You played ping pong. As usual. Very nice. Uh, yes. I had the house to myself this weekend, which was amazing. I know. I want to ask about what you did when the wolf was away. Yes. I did not play when the wolf was away. Did you not? No. You I know saw what a I did? video with you and the dogs, and you sent the video. <laughs> to, go to you Angie did Taylor. See that. I did. Where, where is this video? It's uh, You can find it on my Instagram. That's Angie Taylor Radio or yes. Angie Taylor Kiss so on Twitter. So much fun. Listen, we were really excited as soon as the door shut, and then I was I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm just going to lay on this couch all weekend. Is that weekend. right? I, bar- I did. I laid on the couch pretty much all weekend. I watched reruns of Say Yes to the Dress. Because <laughs> I saw you with the dogs and Daddy's oh, yeah. out. I said, she's going we out. We were being crazy. No, oh. I know. I talk a big game, Simon. I'm not really, like, uh, you know, that crazy. Anyway, yeah. at least I wasn't this weekend. Um, I wanted to tell you about this new dating app because I know you are not a fan of dating apps at all. No, it doesn't work much for me. doesn't work for you. It works for some people. It's sure. I know a lot of people just use it for hooking up but now there's a new dating app called hater that hater hater that matches people <laughs> based on the things they don't like so you're matched based on dislikes is this a good way to meet somebody let's me and you simon discuss this okay negative uh hookup app or whatever it is the negative dating app hater we'll talk about that next on the rendezvous with simon and angie Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, our French romance expert. And we have Angie, a beautiful but married. Yes. Realist American woman. And thank God I'm married because I don't know if I can handle <laughs> these dating apps. Seriously. You don't think so? You I don't, don't think, think I'd be good. No, I don't think I would be good at it. And especially with this new app. I don't know about this one. There's a new app we were talking about called Hater. And it matches users based on what they dislike. According to the app, the most hated topics include bullies, slow drivers, and mosquitoes. Do you think that this <laughs> is a good way to meet somebody matching someone based on your common hatred of something? I don't know. Well, I guess if you like something together and you dislike something together, it's it's a form of closeness, isn't it? Like, in, in a way, let's say... You're matching on something. Well, I guess you have something in common then, right? Exactly. I'll give you a, straight, a good example. I don't drink much, almost nothing, okay? Okay. To the question, you know, drinking, and I would say, I don't like it or I hate it, okay? Cause I don't, somebody else would say the same thing than me. It would make me and her feel immediately safe that we don't have to explain ourselves or why we don't like to drink or this and hmm. that, right? So in that sense, I think that would help me. Yeah, because you are you don't like drinking and she doesn't like drinking. Well, I just feel like it's the negative spin on it, though, because it's something you both dislike. Instead of saying, you know what, I like the sober lifestyle. That just seems more positive to me, saying I like being sober because I like being in control and I like okay. having good, clean fun or whatever it is. Instead of saying, oh, I hate drinking, I hate people that drink, I hate being drunk. It's just as negative, negative, you know, and I feel like when you are starting a relationship, you should be starting it on positive, right? Well, in a way, I think, Angie, that I could totally relate to the fact that really, like I said, to the alcohol for some partying or certain way, that would be a big turn on for me, to be honest, if I found somebody, because after the, the hating, there is the loving. Yeah. Because it's huge. Yeah. Because, it, well, here's it says when you log on to the app, you're presented with a series of topics or subjects. You can either love, 
like, dislike, or hate things as they show up. For example, socializing with coworkers, you get to grade it. Uh, butt selfies, what? fashion week. Butt selfies. <laughs> do you like or do you hate getting them? You know, uh, <laughs> this football team, do you like them? Do you hate them? So I guess in a way, they're trying to find a commonality between you. Yeah. It just seems a little negative. So for instance, um, you hate drinking. Would you date somebody that drinks? Yeah, but to a point. To a point. If, I would love to find somebody who's not so much into drinking. It's huge for me. It's so hard because it's so such a hard. social aspect and, of life. You know, me, it's at every dinner, every function, every concert you go to, every party. There's, and if you're not into it. Right. Um, and then the other person feels either guilty or awkward. It kills the mood. And, and you know, French people you know drink a lot of wine. So when I say I just drink one glass of wine, if that, then right. the other person looks at me like, you know, she was hoping maybe. Like we... you're an alien. Yeah, I remember the of. first time I met you, Simon, and you said you didn't drink wine. I was like, but you're French. You're French. I know you said that. And it was lunchtime. <laughs> I was remember shocked. That? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I think that the dislike would make me feel closer to somebody too. Right. Uh, I'm not afraid of, of saying, and, and I think, you know, there's some things that it's okay to hate. I mean, you Yeah, know, that's totally so, fine. There um, are some things that are very hate-worthy. And it's uh, important, I think, to find common interests in a relationship. Do you feel like it's important to have common interests in a relationship? Uh, or or what about opposites attract? I mean, that's a thing too, right? So, no, I see, yeah, but it, I don't see how... We got to talk about yes, this. Yes, we are going to talk about can it. Can opposite attracts each other on the long term? Yes. How Question Im- mark. How important are common interests? Do opposites attract? We're going to talk about that next on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. We were talking about how important common interests are when you're in a relationship with somebody. Absolutely. Could you? In- Date somebody that doesn't enjoy the same things as you. Let's say, for instance, uh, Simon, I know you love the band U2. Could you Huge date fan. a woman that doesn't like the band U2? I could. You could. Good. Music will not break my relationship. What about your uh, cleanliness in your home, like the way you keep your home? Could you date a woman? <sighs> like, you're very clean. What if you dated a woman that was a slob? Do you think that it would not work? Oh, that's a tough one. Because <laughs> uh, I keep my. You, you know what would kill me? It's that because you know when you go to my house, I have white carpeting. So yes. To explain exactly what's going on. Yes. You know, and if uh, the girl I was dating would forget to take off her shoes. Oh, really? That would drive me crazy. Because I always take off my shoes when I go to somebody's house. Yeah, that would drive me crazy. That's something you can teach somebody, though. Right. So that would not break up. Okay. So what no. about uh, what about working out? If she never works out and you love to work out or vice no. versa, I would have a problem dating somebody that never ever worked out. Why? Be- uh, because it's such a part of my life, and I feel like the uh, active, healthy lifestyle is a lot of what I try to live by. Like, I like to work out. I like to be outdoors. I like to do uh, fun things. I'm guy, adventurous. If the guy you were with were naturally thin and slender, would you That's mind? Fine. That you, That's then... fine as long as, you know, they're fit or something. But if they just sit in the house and lay around all day, I don't know if I could get into that. Could you, if, if somebody was really rich by birth, and so had plenty of money for the family, but didn't work at all. Could you think you can handle that because the money's there? But if he's a slob and do nothing all day and uh, stay on the couch and do absolutely nothing. If he's that rich that he can, yeah. does he let me borrow his credit cards or no? You, I mean, that's yeah. a big question. Yeah, you get the credit card. <laughs> oh, you know what, Simon? I could get over it real quick. <laughs> I could get over it real quick. <laughs> that's realistic. I'll make sure I spend my day spending his money. How about that? <laughs> okay. No, okay. Uh, have you ever dated somebody that was into something really weird and totally something you're not into? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about dating somebody that maybe isn't into what you're into. You don't have a lot of stuff in common. Have you ever dated, Simon, somebody that was into something strange that you couldn't get over? I have a couple of times. Here's a story, Angie. Tell me if you could have dealt with it. I had a woman. She was just too physical. What do you so, mean physical? Like it, where? In bed so or in, in bed, life? In bed. In bed. You know, so I don't know if you can tell the story, but I'll tell you anyway. Tell it. So, <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my popcorn. Please <laughs> she, tell the story. She, so we're in the ooh you know, moment and all this. <laughs> and then at one point, she wanted to slap me. She wanted to slap but you? But she didn't get a chance because I grabbed her hand and stopped it. I said, that's not my thing. And then, Whoa. And then, and then I lost all my desire on the spot. And then she felt, I'm sorry. I said, that's just my thing. And said, that's mine. I get all excited. I said, well, you have to find another guy. So that's a moment of awkwardness. Yeah. But it was one time and we became friends after that. Because That's a big deal, though, if somebody is well, physical in that way how and you're you not down with it. If, if it's something maybe different. Have you ever been in a situation like, like um, that? Like maybe not. In the bedroom, I don't think I've ever had a, a situation where I would stop dating somebody for something they were into. I think I've Never. always. No, I think I've always tried to either wow. indulge them or. Or get into it okay, myself. Okay, so I'm going to give you this one. Okay, what if the guy you were with way before you were married would have said, slap me or punch me really hard? You go for I it? I would have done it. No way. Yeah, this, if I get to I get to smack a guy across the face See? with permission, Nobody I would has have ever done smacked it. me. Listen, if that's what turns him on, it I It turns you on. Look at his smile. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Angie. I didn't know that about you. Simon, come here. Let me smack you. No, it's not going to no. happen. <laughs> Apparently not. Smacking is not loving. No, I mean, hey, whatever Although turns you on. Yes. If, if two consenting adults are down, whatever sure. turns you on. I agree. We have somebody on the phone that wants to talk about uh, something weird that somebody is into that they've been dating. 855-905-8255. That's a number to call. We'll get to that call next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. We've been talking about dating people who are into something that's a little strange. Maybe you're not into it. I don't know if it's going to work out. So we have somebody that wants to talk about that on the phone from Evanston, Illinois. Let's say hello to Nate. Hello. Hi, Nate. Hi. Bonjour, Nate. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. You had something to uh, contribute about dating somebody that was into something weird. What's your story? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so I dated this girl who was totally obsessed with the cartoon character Hello Kitty. Um, Hello Kitty? But what's Hello Kitty? Oh, Hello Kitty is a, it's like, it's a cartoon, basically. It's a cat. It's like this white cat in pink. It's like all white and pink stuff, but... um, it's like it's a, not Felix the cat. No, this is like an Asian uh, cat. They have merchandise everywhere. Oh. Like my daughter was into Hello Kitty when she was seven, I think. But you're talking about yeah. a grown woman, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a kids' cartoon, and it did originate in Japan. I I know a little bit too much about this you know too much. From... <laughs> so how far so, did this obsession go with her life? Well, it it went uh, it was it was super super weird and like at first i thought it was kind of cute like when i you know she had like a cell phone case with the hello kitty you know on it and she had some stuff up in her car like she had a something hanging from her rear view mirror she had like a little stuffed animal but then when the first time i went to her house i saw she had like posters everywhere posters posters she had stuffed animals at Christmas she had a white Christmas tree and she had Hello Kitty ornaments oh my. decorating the Christmas tree with a pink bow as the star <laughs> wow it was in and and whoa, whoa that's not it she confessed to me really creepily by the way I can't I can, like that her alter ego was Kitty White 
The name oh, of the cat no. is Kitty White. Oh, I never and even knew that, that, that this name of the cat. is Kitty White, and she would act like Kitty White, <laughs> and she would only respond to Kitty White. Oh, so this goes real far. Would she, can I ask, does she purr in bed and do things like that? Oh, gee. <laughs> I, I kind of wish it was that. She actually dressed up like oh, Hello Kitty. Okay. And it wasn't okay. like a titillating outfit or anything. It, it was, was like, like a cutesy it was like little a kid. onesie. Yeah. Um, it was mm-mm. not attractive at all. Wow. And so this was what caused the demise of your relationship? Pretty much. I mean, I tried really hard, but I just couldn't deal with it. You know, it's interesting. I was just making me think, like, and I understand you. What do you call Angie when the kids have those um, little piece of tissues, like, and they keep that for, they always have something with oh, them? Oh, it's like they're blanky or, yeah. like, something that well, they, yeah, that's that's her comfort, I like, her little comfort Hello thing. Kitty is her adult comfort. Yeah, that's her, that's her security blanket. Yeah, so she has not evolved yet. That she's not dealing with the real world because she's in this character. Yes, and, and I think just, like... The kids have those little... Yeah, that's their uh, comfort. Her comfort is Hello Kitty. I wonder what has happened in her life that she can't deal with life as just a grown woman and uh, she has uh, to revert to this character. Yeah, uh, We would have to ask a shrink for that, I, I guess. Yeah. But, 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 Nate, I understand. You know, also we have to show respect to that because it's somebody who definitely has a sensitivity and feels the protection by this Hello Kitty obsession. Yeah, I mean, you know, we show sensitivity, but yeah. that doesn't mean you have to date her. <laughs> no, I wouldn't date her. I think she yeah. needs to go maybe to therapy first. I, yeah, you're probably right. Talk I, about I, the cats. I understand what you're saying, but I think it's it, it was it was beyond. Um, wow. It was an obsession, and it, it was like you were saying. It was like she was escaping something. There was a yeah. So there was a definite escape. That that's a really good point. Well. That's yeah, a first. Yeah, I have you. never heard no. anybody go that far. So thanks for that call, Nate. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you that's guys. A, an interesting uniqueness in here. Very unique. And I've learned about Hello Kitty. I've never heard about that. Uh, I didn't know Hello cat. Kitty had an actual name. That I learned yeah, something that new. Too. Yeah. All right. And, and the onesies and the Christmas tree. Whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> we love hearing stories like that, though. If you ever want to call up, tell us a story, add to our conversations like Nate just did, or ask mm-hmm. us for advice, we're here for you. 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, and I'm saying bonjour, Simon Marcel, because it is bonjour, Simon Marcel time oh, that's on a the special show. time of the show. That's true. That's right. We get so many emails, uh, notes, and, and people begging for advice from Simon because he is the romance expert. So let's give some advice, okay? Absolutely. Carrie from Maniunk writes to you, Maniunk, Pennsylvania. Hello. Mm-hmm. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Carrie. The guy I'm dating told me that he's going to Europe with his ex next week. He said it was planned before they broke up, and the trip is non-refundable, so they have to go. But they're staying in the same room. I think it's really weird that he's going, but we've only been dating four months, so I'm not sure if I'm even allowed to be upset. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's very simple, Kerry. The man who wants to go to Europe with his ex in the same room is going to be ulala in Europe and more than once. So I think you have to break up with this man. You have to break up because the intent is to make him enjoy his ex-girlfriend. You are the fool of the joke. It's not like he said, should I? He said, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. And so I don't like that. So I think he's not that into you. Or he would have said to the ex, listen, enjoy the ticket. The right thing would be, 
listen, the ticket, go with whoever, you know. Yeah. And I'm staying here with my girlfriend. I mean, so, so, to sit with somebody, honestly. Yes. I am going to go with my ex to Europe and we sleep in the same bed or same room. Yeah. But please get out of here. That is crazy. I mean, I understand that things are non-refundable, whatever. Like, why can't you stay but, in separate hotels? Like, why can't you let her have that hotel room and you get a different one? And Romance is not for sale or on discount. No, no, no. Romance is being respectful. There is no romance without respect. Uh, that's a great point. No romance without respect. I agree with you, Simon. Simon, you still spend time with some of your exes, I have heard through the grapevine. That is so true. And so true. Great. Most of my exes are my friends today, and I see them. Yes. Not going on trips with a non-refundable room. But we're going <laughs> to talk about uh, you know hanging out with your ex and spending time with your ex. Let's do that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, I have Angie a question. I have a question for you. Shoot. So we were, uh, the email was talking about that we read earlier, hanging out with your ex. Simon, I know that you spend time with some of your exes. Mm-hmm. That's true, right? That's absolutely true. Uh, probably 80% of the women who I've made love to in my life are still dear friends of mine. So let me ask you this question. Do mm-hmm. you still want to sleep with them or do you still sleep with any of them? No. Have you slept with them? No. No. You've So you've hung out with an ex and never slept with them. <laughs> oh, uh, out of my lifetime. Well, maybe like, okay, as a general rule, you don't do that no. though. But no. why do you hang out with your exes? I'm just curious. Because I miss them. Because you miss their friendship? I don't miss the ooh I miss the friendship. I think, Angie, that... Romantic love, true romantic love, true love becomes friendship, which is a form of love. Right. A best friend, a true friend is is love. And I think if the energy moves from, you know, uh, erotic to friendship, we've won. I, I, and you've won because you have not done hurt to somebody. You have, you know, you have not played somebody. You have not lied to somebody. Right. Then, you know, you become, you know, from romantic to, to dear friends. It means I never have dinner with an ex. Let's be serious. Okay. Never, never dinner. It's always breakfast. Or lunch. So you keep it light. And that's no more than never, usually more than twice a year. Okay. Max. Well, I, I want to know mm-hmm. uh, if you had a girlfriend, we're going to talk about this next. Okay. Like if you're dating someone new and they don't want you to hang out with the ex, what would you say? Or oh, That's a good topic. Yeah. Would you want to know about your partner's ex if they were still close? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. You look so good, Angie. Oh. Every night I get to look at you, look You're at our so producer, sweet. Jill. I mean, I'm a lucky man. You are so sweet. In the Ulala studio. It is Ulala studio. Producer Jill and I are very lucky to be hanging out with you no, in the I'm Ulala the, studio I'm as well. I'm the lucky, lucky man. Uh, well, you know what? I We were talking earlier before uh, we went to break about you being friends with exes. And I think you touched on something real about it when you said that they're friends and you miss them because let's think about everybody that we've dated. There's a reason that you started dating them in the first place. You enjoyed something about their company. You enjoy them as people. So is it really that bad? But I'm curious, Simon, if you started dating someone serious and I know you're friends with a lot of your exes. And she says to you, Simon, I'm really uncomfortable with you hanging out with your exes. Would you stop? Or would you try to convince her that it was I w- okay? I would, I would I would, say to convince her that if it was the end of the world, I would say, listen, can we at least, maybe you come with me to a breakfast or you come with me to meet one of them because they would be happy to meet you. I would like to give a chance for the friendship. Uh, I guess also I come from a family where my mom 
uh, is still friends with some of her ex. My father, mm. who was married once, is still friends with his ex-wife. They your parents are cool with that. They're totally cool. So mm-hmm. I came to America, Angie, and it was such a big deal, like almost a deal breaker, that mm-hmm. I was so still friends with my ex. Was I sleeping with them? Mm-hmm. So I'll ask you, an American woman, Angie, if you met a man, would that be a, a deal breaker for you? Somebody like me who had so many exes that he's friends with. I, I don't think it would be a deal breaker for me with you as a person. And I think Why? it's a case-by-case basis okay. because I know who you are. Right. And I know that you are friends with people for their genuine friendship. Yes. And um, you would convince me that it's not sexual. And you're also making, you're going the extra step to make sure that I am comfortable with it by inviting me to lunch so I can meet, yes. so that I can see firsthand the dynamic and make sure that there's no funny business going on. And I no. think that that is the key. When you said, I would make sure that she, my girlfriend now, is comfortable and bring her out because I think that's why women can be distrusting of it. Because in our minds, maybe if you're doing it without us present, that you guys are doing something else, that there's some sex going on or there's some residual feelings. But if I can see firsthand and be a part of this equation, because if she's your friend, yes, I want her to be my friend too. Exactly. Because if you like her, then I'm sure I would like her. Right. So, so, so now, Jason. So you're married to Jason. Yes. Uh, do you know any of his exes? Are you friends with any of his exes? Have you met? I've met one of his exes. Um, she was a nice girl. Okay. Um, they didn't work out. He's not friends with her anymore. She lives far away. They just don't see each other anymore. Um, as long as I was, you know, allowed. So let, let me ask you this precise question. My uh-huh. first girlfriend, Christabel, I see her in Paris. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm going to see my dad for a weekend. And you know I'm going to have breakfast with Christabel at mm-hmm. 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Would that bother you? Have I ever met her before? You've never met her before, but you can't come on that trip and I say... Yeah, I, I might be a little... Even at until 8 a.m. I, until I meet her yeah. and until I see how everything is, I would have a problem. But Angie, don't you think in life, you know, I feel like a tree of life is if you if you tell me to cut off my ex-girlfriends, you tell me to, to, to cut off branches of my life, mm. of my tree. No, and I don't want you to cut her off. I would just have a problem until I met her. So until I meet her... How about you just wait, and then we all go out together? That's I think that's deal. fair. That's a deal. Isn't that fair? Compromise. Okay, I like that. Compromise is a beautiful word. See, and I know you're all okay. about compromise. I am. So I am. I think as long as we're being just real and, and logical and we work with compromise, that yes. you know, something yeah. like that can, but can be okay. But you're more open-minded than some of uh, the discussion I've had in the past about this ex-girlfriend questions. But like I said, it depends on the man because there's you know some men that I've dated that I'm not as— maybe wasn't as trusting of and I didn't trust them because I kind of knew in the back of my mind that maybe they weren't the right person and if I felt that way they uh-huh. obviously uh, were not for me have you ever introduced an ex to Jason your husband he's met some of my exes yes how did it go uh it went well I have a story I have to tell you at some point I want to hear that he knows one of my exes very well because it's his brother Oh, oh, la la. Okay. All right, now you're going to oh, tell. Okay, okay, okay. I want to tell you about that. Oh, la 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 Okay, we're going to talk about that. I, I let the cat out of the bag. Coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. <laughs> Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we're talking about introducing <laughs> the person you're dating to your ex. And then I ask you if you ever, ever introduced a man to Jason, and you said well, a I, bomb I, I, I to dro- me. I dropped a bomb. I did drop a bomb. And it sounds it sounds so bad when I say it. But yes, Jason has met one of my exes because one of my exes is Jason's brother. Oh, la, la, And la, that la. sounds real bad. Now, Listen, I didn't run through the whole family or anything like that. But this is what I will say. 
Here's the story. So I dated Jason's brother first. I dated him many years ago. Um, Jason's brother, let's put it this way, was a bit of a playboy. So I sort of knew we lived in separate states. It was okay. one. Of, it was kind of like a friends with benefits more than anything. Like when he was in town, we would go out for dinner, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it went on for a little while. Nothing serious. I never. I we both knew what it was. Whatever. Time goes on. Many years go by. I would say 12 years went by. Mm -hmm. Jason and I start dating. One of the first conversations we had <laughs> was me saying to him, you know, I dated your brother, right? And he said, this is what he said. I will never forget it as long as I live because I was so scared to bring it up. Uh -huh. I'm like, I got to bring it up because I know he, he knows. He said, if I didn't date somebody that my brother didn't date, then I would never date anyone. Meaning... <laughs> My brother has dated everybody, okay. basically. So he was cool with it. They're half-brothers. They're not super close. His brother and I didn't have a very super close... It's not like we were in love or anything. So um, they don't see each other very often, maybe at holidays. That first Thanksgiving was amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yes, he has met an ex. Um, he's actually so, met a couple of exes, yeah. Um, I mean, I just... Because I have a brother, Benjamin. Yes, so I just thought for a second, what would happen if that would happen to me, right? Well, yeah. So I have a few questions. Oh, good. Well, I expected to get questions after I dropped that bomb. I'll let you ask your questions. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. You're looking at me different. I feel no, like a different look just, coming from I, you. <laughs> I know that story. I mean, you know, I. so now you told me that you actually... Dated. The, uh, yeah. Uh, Jason's brother, uh -huh. half-brother. Long time ago. Long time ago. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting myself, I projected myself in Jason's shoes. Yeah, okay? how would you feel if you found out that a woman, now, for, mind you, Jason and I were ready to go. Like, we were love at first sight. We were like, he was all the way in. Now you find out that this girl that you are love at first sight with has dated your brother. How do you feel? What do you say? The first thing I wanted to do, honestly, is to call my brother and ask him. Really? So when you told me that, I said I would, I would ask Benjamin. So, so that's my brother. The second thing is I would feel now for you, all men fear comparisons. Comparison. Comparison. Uh -huh. Every man fears comparison. Right. Did, did you honestly, for a split second, compare the first kiss, the first make yeah. out, the Yes. Oh, I mean, if I'm being and honest, don't yes. You, you did. Yes. And how, how can you not? It's just an yeah. automatic thing in your head, you know? And so I got to ask you this. I mean, really, how much did it play in your mind, the fact that you had this pre-experience uh -huh. with, is this his younger or older brother? Older. Older. Mm -hmm. was, was it disturbing to you for a split second? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. You know what was you know what was difficult was the first time we were all in a room together, uh, and it was a holiday. Oh my god! And yeah. so that was a little strange because it was like, "Hi, I haven't seen you in twelve years." And the last time I saw him, you know, we were on a date. So um, it was strange at first, but honestly, we got over it real quick because uh, his brother was married. And it had moved on, and obviously I had moved on. So, and, and who told the brother first? You did or he did? He did. Jason okay, did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. He told him first. So, wonder what the brother said. I'm sure they had a good old laugh about it. 
<laughs> I hope they didn't do you any comparing. It. Oh my goodness, I didn't even think about that. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, we have somebody on the line. Yes. Who has something to say about this? I don't know if she's dated somebody's brother, but we're going to find out. <laughs> we'll go to a call next. Eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We take your calls all the time for advice or if you have a comment on anything we're talking about, 855-905-8255. I know I just dropped this big old bombshell. Yes, you have. About how I dated my husband's brother a long time ago. Um, I think we have somebody on the phone that has a story similar. Let's, really? Yeah, I guess. Let's talk to Nora. <laughs> From Rochester, New York. Hi, Nora. Hey, guys. How's it going? Bonjour, Nora. How's it going, Nora? Hello. Good. Um, so I just heard the story about Angie who married brothers, and I actually am calling because I have married two brothers myself. <laughs> you married two brothers. See, I dated one and then married the other one, but you married both? How did that work? How did that I... happen? Girl, girl, let me tell you, let me tell you. So the first brother I was married to, he was cheating on me for a while. Um, and I actually had no idea of it for about six months. And then we got divorced after being together for only two years. Mm -hmm. um, and during, during the whole breakup and the separation, his brother, so I guess he was my brother-in-law at one point, um, he was really there, just steadfast, took care of everything, made sure I was all right. Um, and then before I knew it, we were dating. And then the next thing I knew, we were married. Oh. Um, and <laughs> Okay, back it up, girl. Back it up. Beep, beep goes the truck. I have questions, okay? So okay, what, is it, okay. what is it like at the family reunions, the, the holidays, when you're all in the same room? How does your family feel? How does his family feel? What does your ex say? Like, how is this all working now? Um, well, my, my mother personally thinks that I'm an idiot, um, but my dad just cares more about my happiness, and he sees that I'm happy with my husband now. But their family, it, they're very dysfunctional. The dad cheated on the mom a bunch of times, so I feel like they're quite mm -hmm. distant with any relationship that's happening between their sons. Okay. So they don't really care as much, but my ex-husband, like, he threw a lot of shade at the beginning, which I thought was kind of stupid on his part because he ruined our marriage to begin with it so was in his my mind and, and yeah in my mind i was i was free to do what i wanted because he went ahead and did what he wanted it just happened to be his brother that i fell in love with <laughs> I, I i got i gotta ask you this uh the first time the ulala happened the first time you made love was that for you kind of strange or you were able to just put the past clean the past and kiss the future uh, I mean, I, I'll admit it was it was a little um, weird at first when we first approached it, but it just seemed so right. Um, mm -hmm. And you, I know you, I know that's hard to explain sometimes, but it just it oh no, felt I understand. Right in the moment. <laughs> yeah, it, I get it. It felt right in the moment, and then once we just kept rolling with it, we just found out that it was meant to be between the two of us. So you you can't yeah, there help. wasn't a whole lot of weirdness at the beginning, right? You can't help but compare in your mind a little bit. I have to ask, does your current husband, has he ever asked you, like, am I better than my brother? Am I bigger than my brother? Like, things oh, like that? Oh, God, no. 
No, not at all. He's very respectful. Like, we actually, we very rarely talk about his brother because, to be truthful, they weren't that close um, at all growing up. They, their, their whole family, like I said, is so dysfunctional. Everyone is so distant from one another. Uh, well, I'm not as respectful, so I have to ask because I know the listeners want to know, is your current husband better than his brother or vice versa? That's the question. <laughs> um... Yes, uh, my current husband is very much better. Absolutely, 110% on that one. Oh, la, 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 la. He's clearly a better man anyway, so by default he wins. So, well, hey, you know what? Like I I say all the time, I'm all for finding love wherever you can find it. Sometimes it happens in the craziest of ways. And and as the gardener said, there is no two same fruits that fall from the same tree. Ah. So, you know, that, (laughs) that explains... You Maybe got, what's going on You got now. the riper apple. Good for you. Exactly. She got the right <laughs> apple or the pear. pear. The pear, yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Nora. That is an amazing story. And yeah. I wish you and your husband and your ex-husband slash now brother-in-law, I wish you guys all the best. Yes, happiness for all. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. All right. If you have anything you want to contribute, that was amazing. Uh, You can call us at any time, 855-905-8255. No judgment, just chatting with you. absolutely. And you can call us anytime. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, what a show. Listen, I am still... Ruminating. You what le- I just yeah, heard. good. Ruminating. Yeah, you uh, learn something. You learn something new every day. I just listen. I mean, I applaud you for taking the dare. And I always <laughs> said, "Who doesn't dare, doesn't live." But I mean, okay, I know it's shocking. But listen, I am an open book. But, I have nothing to hide. And that's we- why it's working. You know, because you're the most honest, realist person I know. You I- say it like it is. It's so good for you to taking the dare. Look how happy you are. Look how Jason is happy. Oh, my gosh. You go to Hannah. So if we stick to the old tradition, we shouldn't do that. None of this would have happened. Exactly. So we should learn from you on this one, Angie. I'm all about finding love where you can find it, even if it's in the family tree. I still... (laughs) No, not really. But seriously, it it worked out amazing, and thank God. But the show was great today. We did talk a lot about uh, dating uh, and not dating family members, but that hater app that was so crazy. Yes. Dating somebody who's into something weird, and your Simonism of the day today. Day was awesome. Yes, I said earlier, I said there is no romance without respect. That is so, true. Yeah, no, no romance without respect. No romance respect. without respect that you can't, in the name of romance, break the respect, break the self-esteem, break anything. No, respect is the fundamental mm-hmm. of love. I agree. There's no love with disrespect. That's right. You have to so, respect the one you're with. Exactly. Disrespect is a form of hate. Respect is a form of love. Well said, Simon Marcel. If you want to see Simon's back episodes of FYI's In Bed with Simon, where he gives even more advice. I do. To people on a bed. <laughs> yes. In a mall. <laughs> a little menage à trois conversation. Yes, with your clothes on. In public. On. In public. Have you made love in public? In public? Not with an audience. In a well, mall? Not in a mall. No, not in a mall. Maybe outside of a mall in a car. (laughs) But not in a mall on a bed. And you're not doing that either. You're giving advice. No, no, no. It is is the rendezvous on TV, which is, I love the show. I really do. So you can check that out on our website, therendezvousshow.com. We will see you next time on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.